All right. Well, welcome back to the official Atari podcast. This is Jason here, joined again by Ethan Stearns, our VP of Games, and John. Here we go. Cotterer. Cotterer, you got it. Senior art director here at Atari. And, we haven't been uh, working together that long, so. But the problem is, it's it's not about that. It's more about how often do you say somebody's last name, or how often do you say somebody's name in general? That's true. Uh, like, let's well, be real. You don't say his name at all. What does that mean? Say it in general. Well, I mean, typically, if you're talking to John or you're talking to somebody, you just say it. Like, we're not, this isn't Japan, where when I'm addressing somebody, I'm like, hey, Ethan. But meanwhile, it's just you and I having a conversation. Mm. Ethan, that's a great thing that you just said. John, that's a great point you just made. <laughs> For some reason, I always use your full name. Every single time. Every single time. All time. You got to say the mm -hmm. whole thing. Well, yeah. there's multiple Ethans here. So that's the that is true. Use the full name. Right. Well, anyway, we're back. We're here to talk about, we're going to talk a lot about Neosprint. We'll get to that later. But first, let's get into some news, a little bit of housekeeping here. It's a big, we're recording this on Thursday. This will go live on Friday, uh, October 13th. So that would mean yesterday, Haunted House went live and you can now get Woo! that on all Woo! platforms. Great game. Uh, it's on Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Series X and X, PC, and the Atari VCS. Also, Neosprint. It's out now as well on the Atari VCS in early access. So you can get that right now. And if you're in the Portland area or within driving distance where it's not an inconvenience to go to, uh, Atari will have a presence at the Portland Retro Games Expo. Uh, you can check out the 2600 plus there and you can get your hands on Berserk Recharged. So that's exciting. It's exciting stuff. And Anything Quamp else? Too. Quamp 2 will be there as well. And Quamp, Quamp 2, 2, which is definitely worth a play. Life Beyond the Paddles. Cool. Yes, totally. And I think our friend Tim Lepatino, uh, who helped us with uh, key art on Pixel Rift and wrote the book about um, uh, the art of Atari, is doing a panel there, which should be cool if anyone's if anyone's going. That is going to be That's cool. awesome. That's great. Good stuff. You got to check out Albert's uh, setup over there. Yeah, totally. This is also the first time we've actually done a since the purchase that we are actually doing a collaboration with Atari Age explicitly under yeah. in the Atari family. So it's cool stuff. It's cool stuff. Now we're going to talk a lot about Neo Sprint here and I want to get to that. But before that, I got a warm up question. All right. Uh oh, here's the warm up question. Try to keep these. Here. <laughs> he can't even he's his, he's trying not to smile. He just like loves this question. I can see it on your okay. face already. Before All right. Out. So in the spirit of Neo Sprint, it's a racing game. Hmm. What is the most prolific thing about a race car? It's the branding, okay? So here's the question. If you were a professional race car driver, who would you want to be your sponsor? It cannot be Atari. That cannot be Atari. Cannot easy. be Atari. Easy. Oh, you got an easy answer? All right, Ethan, let's One, hear it. Wonder Bread, obviously. <laughs> Wonder Bread, that's a pretty good one. Well, that's uh, Talladega Nights. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. There's not a Chipotle car, is there? That'd be a good car. It can be taken or not. It's God, up to you. You do love you. You do love some Chipotle, don't you, John? I do. Yeah. It I always mean, there's always gas in the tank when you got Chipotle on your car. <laughs> yeah, in more ways, more ways than one. Badoosh. Totally intended. So Chipotle. Uh, what about you, Jason? Oh man, I mean, pff, isn't it obvious? It'd be like any form matcha. Of, yeah, any matcha. It would just be a green. It would just be a green car, and it would probably be uh, matcha full. I'd probably go with those guys. They would do it. Um, I feel like there's another 
There would have to be maybe there's like a brand with a pretty cool logo that would just go on just because it looks cool. But I don't know mm. what what that would be, because the problem is like, you know, a, a lot of matcha, they have all these very high end, classy brands. It's not the kind of thing that I want to I want something that would put fear. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to keep it in the game space. I'm going to say I would take new blood. New blood could new sponsor blood. my could sponsor me. And I would just put all their weird ass, dark, creepy art on uh, on my car. And that's I feel I'm like there doing. has been some game companies that have sponsored race cars. Like I don't know about the indie scene, but on the um, on like the um, uh, NASCAR side, I feel like there has been, hasn't there? Was there a oh. call of There was a Call Maybe. of Duty car, wasn't there? I feel like there was. Maybe I didn't know until we started working on Neo Sprint that the term livery was a was a word. Yes. And now I hear it all the time everywhere. It's like one of those things where someone explains a word to you and then all of a sudden it just like unlocks in the world and now I see it all the time. Yes, somebody uploaded it to your matrix simulation. Exactly. So the word. <laughs> it's yeah. been patched in the latest patch of oh. reality. What is well, can you explain what a livery is, John? Since you've been living in the in it for a while. Yeah, so a livery is like is like a, a and I I hope I'm right about this. It's like a the branding and that goes on a car. So a lot of people back in the F1 days would talk about like the John player car, which was like a golden black uh, car. So that would be like the John player livery. Um, and in Neo Sprint, we have liveries that are based off of like Atari um, games and IP. Well, we could jump in. Why? Well, that's a good, that's a good transition point. Why don't we jump in and, uh, Look at some of the games. You can. You can I'm uh, seeing just just first, just because I think it's interesting. I just looked it up. Livery actually means special uniform worn by a servant or official. Yeah, and I think it has something to do with like horse racing too, hmm. but I might be wrong hmm. about that. Well, if you're maybe uh, I just made that up. If you're at this point and you're listening to the audio, we're going to be uh, we're streaming some of the game now. We're going to do a little bit of a walkthrough, and if you're watching yeah. it, should let you know that. Because of the program we're using, you might notice uh, some choppy frame rates, but that shouldn't really Im impact, uh, you know, what we're trying to do here and show off the game and various aspects of it. But yeah, show us some of the cars real quick. I think. Okay, I'll show you the cars. Well. This is actually the whole game. All you do is you go through these. <laughs> oh, it's just a bunch of menus. Wow, <laughs> that's as far as we got. Yeah, yeah, that's no, great. Uh, that's okay, great. Right. Yeah. Cool. No, here we go. <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up the... real fast. Nice. Yeah, it is. I, I just wanted to show you the awesomeness right there. So a couple different game modes here. You wanted to see. Uh, we'll go into a free race, and um, we'll just race one of these. We can change race settings in here to, like, number of laps, amount of CPU players. We'll just lower that to four. Difficulty, uh, hat, whether hazards are going to be there or not, and even time of day, three different times a day. Well, it might be worth throwing in there since we're getting into it. Like, um, you are a senior art director at, at Atari. You work on a bunch of projects that, you know, you – from our website to logos to key art stuff. Um, what is your relationship to this game? Um, well, a couple of years ago, I, I was playing Sprint 2, and I was like, oh, this would be a great game to kind of uh, to update. Sprint 2 came out in 1976, and it was a big hit for key games and Atari. Um, it's actually one of the few American games to, uh, to break the Japanese top 10. I think it it uh, was the top was the number seven earner in Japan the year it came out, um, and it was like in the top ten arcade games at two years in a row. 
Uh, it's a lot of fun. It made it, it, it was a bit of a series back then where they made an eight player version. And that's kind of what inspired me to have like this game be like an eight player version of sprint. Um, and you pitch. And so you pitched the idea internally. I did. I put together a deck um, and then I pitched it and we got kind of the next phase. And then I did like a ton of, um, of competitive analysis um, and then put together another deck. And we finally, I finally got it through uh, the green light process. And then we had some friends of ours help us find a, a developer. So the developer of this game is a group called headless chicken down in um, Costa Rica. Yeah. Um, so I am the white car number one. How has been the uh, how has been the collaboration process with Headless Chicken? It's been great. Their, their feedback is has been, uh, you know, they're pretty quick to react. Uh, they've done this is a pretty ambitious game, and they've they've done a lot of great work. I'm I'm really happy with the with the track builder, um, and all the little details that are in the game, uh, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Like I I probably have played this game for. 160 hours at this point i've got i'm getting up to like witcher 3 <laughs> and uh, then it shows I'm too still... because you're able to whip your way around this course i think it's sometimes the game has a definitely has more of a cartoon aesthetic uh, it does but um it plays less like a direct arcade game and it has a little bit more simulation feel to it doesn't it because i don't little... when i play the game it doesn't look as good as how you're playing it <laughs> It's 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 definitely a game of skill. Um, being able to there there's a, a, a little drift you can do, and there's also some advanced driving uh, tricks that you could do. Like you could draft behind another car, you can um, which which will give you like a little speed burst. Uh, should we see another track? Maybe a, a crazier track. I'll yeah, show sure. you something. Let's try a free race. You could also do time trials. Those are a lot of fun. Um, maybe I'll do a quick time trial on, uh, if you go to latest tracks, you'll see, uh, tracks from the community, um, or top wanted is probably a, a better way to go. Yeah. Atari so Motor Speedway. I'll show you one that I built. Yeah. Uh, so that's one of the, uh, you know, one of the biggest and most interesting features of the game is the track builder, right? So the ability to oh, absolutely. create your own track, upload it and, uh, you know, I think as more and more people check it out and get acclimated, and we'll jump into the track builder quite a bit later. Yeah. But it's always cool to see, you know, I think about it in the terms of like Little Pig Planet, right? Like I never really uh, was able to do much in that, but seeing what creations would come out from that small percentage of people that just went absolutely wild, it's always cool to see. Yeah. So it's a really cool feature to have. Um, yeah. So are, I can't remember exactly how this lays out, but how how different are the cars? Um, like, what is the difference of the cars? If it, you should go over that real quick. Yeah. Sorry, you can, like. So there are nine cars total, and they're kind of in in three classes. So you have what I call, uh, well, they're calling them touring cars here, and these are basically everyday street vehicles that people have slightly modified to race. And if you ever have gone to uh, like an F1 race, oftentimes you'll see like the local club, uh, racing club, and mm -hmm. you'll see like old like VWs and, and like random cars racing. And then this is a, a prototype. And these are uh, these are like basically custom built uh, cars. You'll see these type of cars in like the Le Mans 24 hour 
yeah and, uh, things like that um they're usually pretty that's why there's some pretty crazy designs out there and then these are your open wheel racers which which are be you know they're kind of from different eras this is probably like a looks more like a 60s era and then this is that's probably 60s this is probably 70s and that's probably like 80s um so my favorite is uh this prototype car so we'll start off with that one all right i like the um, mini i like the mini cooper one myself yeah. this is a track i designed last week uh, oh cool yeah yeah it's pretty cool like if you're not if you're not watching the the stream or on youtube you can um you, it's basically the the important thing to note about the game is that it's always single screen so you always see the whole track oh, that was which is pretty cool and keeps it in spirit with the with the classic sprint series exactly but this one this track that we're looking at now it actually has a lot of verticality in that it loops in on itself and over itself so you start by a big wide turn what'd you call those turns that um that kind of like the bank turns i think or something like that bank turns yeah yeah you have some you have a couple of bank turns and then it goes so immediately goes to a bank turn then you go over this large overpass and then you go into a hairpin turn oh. that goes under the overpass twice and then you have like a bunch of really quick kind of sneaking roads to get to the final lap uh, to finish the lap it's um it's a pretty intricate track especially considering the amount of screen real estate that's there so it really makes the most of the of the space on screen it's pretty cool cool design yeah this was a fun track to make um there are four biomes in this game uh and there are some uh decorations that are specific to the biome i'll just hop out of this uh so actually wait i will upload i got the fourth fastest uh uh ghost time wow. my favorite thing probably in this game is that it is like time trials and trying to put up the best times um that's a lot of fun we'll go back to the track gallery um let's see let's jump into uh maybe jump into uh you the, want to check out the track builder? creator absolutely yeah let's do that okay let's do that real quick yeah because you're gonna really know you're gonna have all the trips and uh tri tricks and tips i was mix mixing those words <laughs> tricks and tips um for people on on how best to do this i think this will be really helpful for people yeah i think first i'll just show you a track i just built at this before we started this just to show you um What's cool is you can actually change the the uh, the angle of the track, and if you upload it with this angle, it'll actually this will be how everybody else will get to uh, to play it. Mm -hmm. And then you can also like change the the time of day. And again, if you upload it, this will be the default. You can actually play anybody's track at any time of day, but you will be uh, sort of stuck with with whatever um, whatever uh, perspective they did. Okay, so it's but, not like they're they they can't mess your your track up. Like if if you send it to them, they can't like re-edit it or anything. No, they can download it, uh, but I don't think they can edit it after they've downloaded it. Um, so I'll show you. We've got these four biomes here. Uh, there's the forest biome, the desert, the ice biome, and then our neon city, which is actually pretty cool. Um, and we have three sizes of grid. The camera will actually uh, adjust itself based on the grid. So the small track is actually will give you the biggest car, and it's probably going to be the easiest track to drive, whereas the larger one is naturally going to be a little more uh, 
it's going to require a little more skill. So I can just show you a, uh, we're in neon city here, which is pretty cool. You can rotate your track pieces. You start, you don't have to start your track with, um, with the starting lineup, but it's a good idea to do that. You could start really with any piece. Uh, so there's curves, ramps, decorations. Um, and then these are kind of the, uh, I guess you could call them like the hero decorations. Hmm. Um, so we'll start, and there's also variants. So by hitting the, the Y button, you can choose um, some slightly different. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To make it the track a little more realistic. So you start off with the uh, the starting lineup. I like to give a little a little straight so you get a lot of speed, and then we'll start with a with a mellow curve, and we have a number of curve options we can do, kind of a snaking chicane almost, and then uh, you know a, a curving ramp. Uh, these are pretty cool. These ones banks. are a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, there's a banked one which is this guy. Oh, I see. There's just a, like a wider one for like yeah. drifting. Yeah. And then there's a real slow curve, which we don't want to put here. We might want to just delete this piece behind it if I can really quick. Actually, let me, we'll go with that curve. And then let me see if I can, yeah, put a slow curve there. And then we could start going up in elevation maybe. How about we'll go like that. And then uh, you can make jumps or you could have it uh, just change into uh the next level you can go up three levels actually so we'll put a little a little curve here have you built uh, a parking garage yet kind of i i have seen people uh who who built their something like a parking garage um so now i think what i want to do is go over this track maybe head over or i could do that no let's do a big curve Big curve going this way though and then we'll cross over make it like a bridge and then we'll do a curve going down if there's if there's people watching or, or interested in doing it but they're like a little more intimidated what kind of tips would you give them as they're jumping into the track builder and getting started well the easiest thing to do is you know keep it to uh keep everything on the ground you know um start with the smaller tracks it, it that'll definitely keep the level of complexity low i always recommend um leaving uh not not hiding or not obscuring the starting line because that'll just make it easier to race uh, yeah yeah so let's do let's we'll do a turn here does it have to connect at the end it does and so what we'll have to do is we'll go through and we'll we'll validate uh the track to make sure it's good so okay. let's go up another oops let's go up another level here you're mad you're crazy you're gonna go up but you're already again this man is out of control he must I am be stopped out of control. he must be stopped why not go huge you know so i sure. just i just kind of you broke your own rule right I there broke my own rule obstructing right <laughs> the uh that's what rules are meant to be broken and then let's kind of do the same thing i think what is the same thing we did there but backwards. just going down yeah, yeah. So will your momentum, will the car's momentum will carry, though, going up the hill, right? So if you go too fast up that hill, will you take off? 
or do you like kind of stick to the track? Does it, is it, is it, it's pretty physics based, isn't it? It is. You can, um, actually I should probably, maybe the next track I build will be like, a, we'll have some gaps. So once we've, once we've, uh, completed our, uh, track, we can, uh, give it a test. So that's pretty cool. Can actually, yeah, that's a cool yeah, track. Is, I like right? that. I like that one that kind of folds into it. But see, I can really? also, yeah. I could turn it so I could see the start a little better. So maybe right. We'll do that. No, so we'll look, do. Looks right. like, kind of like an like an Escher drawing or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, but that's that's a cool note though, because if you build a track and you like the design, and you're like, man, this might obscure the the camera. You can actually you can find the best camera angle to present the track. Like this is a good exactly. angle, and or minimize the obstruction. That said, they did a pretty cool trick where you can actually see your car through the track. As yeah, that was that was one of the early features we discovered we we absolutely needed was yeah was to be able to uh, kind of have X-ray vision. Um, like if you go full throttle up that ramp, you would go flying off the top, right? You could, you could. Yeah. Uh, I've I've made tracks where uh, they've had like crazy jumps and stuff. Uh, yeah, I know. I've played them and they're brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now that we've have, have a validated track, we could upload this, but I think I want to add a few more decorations before I save it. So we'll go back to the um, to the track builder, and I'm just going to add some uh, spectator spots. Maybe let's see over here is a good spot. Yeah, and the decorations don't have any impact. It's, they're just purely that decorations. So they are. Yeah, they look like a uh, realistic setting, or as realistic as it can be in this neon-soaked environment. It's like the cyberpunk levels. There is a little bridge too. I wonder if there's a spot where I can put this. Oh, there you go. Oh. Yeah, you need a you need an open space, which I an open flat, which I actually don't have on this track, so I can't use the. Uh, can track. you put it under that bridge, like under that overpass area? No, because you need a. Uh, you get tennis courts, nice. Yeah, <laughs> this go. is kind of like a, a paddock where the the cars would uh, get ready for the race. I should have left a little spot for this, and I didn't. Um, That's cool. Yeah, let's. Uh, there should be some. I want you unlock a lot of track pieces, so I might not have unlocked uh, some. You, there's like there are like uh, city structures on this biome. We could put in like a little a little bodega in there. Do you have any record of someone oh. who's made a track that uses the maximum amount of space as possible? Like if you if you track it on like a three level grid, right? Like, do we know who's made a track that has the most fill of that of that grid? Um, that's a good question. Second. I've certainly made some some pretty crazy tracks in my day. Yeah, let me tell you. Like, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking a track that's like fully fleshed out, third level, second level, first level, and yeah. you cannot see what's happening in the second. You want to make this parking garage, basically. Is what I basically just want to yeah. make the parking garage. Yeah, exactly. I think that's next stream. We have you make the parking garage. All right, so now we got some spectators. Now it looks a little more fun. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, and then can can you make jumps over uh, open spaces or yes, you have you to jump. So can. could you can you jump over obstacles? Yes. So I I made a track where you jump over. It was like an evil can evil jump. Nice. Um, I'm just gonna validate this one, save it, and upload it, and I can we can make a real simple. Uh, and this is pretty awesome. I mean, if you're again, if you're not watching the stream, like basically John just put together a pretty dope looking track 
and decorated it as this cool looking thing. And that took probably five minutes. Yeah. I mean, granted, he's done this a lot, but still, it just shows that, you know, the the tools are actually like really easy to get a grip on once you understand the rules. I think that's that's probably what people will struggle with the most. It's not so much just snapping things together and building stuff. It's more so getting a grip on the limitations of what you can do and mm -hmm. where you can bend and break those rules. Yeah. But it's it is a very flexible system. Like I've built a bunch of tracks. Um, I think I said well. this before when I, uh, to you, John, but um, I feel sometimes like the game reminds me of like creating those like slot car um, tracks. Mm -hmm. Like when I yeah. was younger, I had those ones that had the little electric um, trigger thing and you would put pieces of the track together and they would the electric uh, uh, current would, would carry and you could build all types of, it really reminds me of that. Yeah, you know, um, I actually I put together a big giant mood board, and in that mood board we had um, we had some examples of people's uh, slot racetracks that people get really into, and they kind of do like a model train, yeah, kind of thing. Uh, so now that I built this track, I can actually race on it pretty easily. Um, take my, we'll take a different car this time. This I was went to a birthday. I remember a birthday party I went to with uh, at one of those slot car places, and uh, basically got uh, got my head banged on the corner of a door at one point Ooh. in that party. Yeah, it was great. It was bleeding and everything. It was fantastic. That might explain a lot um, that's happened after that point. But anyway, slot cars, good times. <laughs> yeah. Now so you now go. you can just race right off the bat. Uh, you can also. I've uploaded this so I could I could put. Uh, my top top. Oh, <laughs> did you see that? That was like a skateboard trick almost. Nice. You did like a varial. I think they call it a shove it. You just shove it varial. There's also a, um, you know, we haven't said it, but, you know, local local multiplayer yes. is, uh, is a big part of the game as yeah, well. Yeah, you could, on systems that will support it, you could play up to uh, eight players. Oh, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I think the most we've played in the office was six once. That was a lot of fun. Headless Chicken has played uh eight yeah yeah it's pretty cool so you know you Fun think about party game then yes yeah. that's that's that is uh part of the reason this game i was like i was joking like this is a racing game a, a multiplayer racing game for uh for people that don't like racing games and don't have any friends <laughs> basically because <laughs> You could you can asynchronously race against other people's uh, ghost times, um, or you know we have the the couch play, or you know with oh so that's a little, little new feature they put in there. I don't know if you saw that, but um, photo finish yeah yeah the photo finish that was cool. Yeah, I haven't seen cool. that before. That was great. Yeah, so that happens if you're really really close to another player. So I'm Yorgle Inc. and I got first place on my own track. Yay! Wow, you're really you're really good at this game. Yeah, so now if we go to uh, to race and we want to see, um, we want to do a free race or something, we should have our track up here in uh, latest tracks, I believe. All Let's right, I'm sure all the other names for tracks will be totally appropriate. Yeah, oh, wait, how, how much post-processing do I have to do on this video to edit out some uh, questionable names? Nope. No. None, none, pretty good. None yet, right. none yet. All yeah. good. Jacksonville. Right, so, so there's Steel City, which we just we just uploaded and then there's a uh, the stream gp which i uploaded uh earlier as well so what's cool. the difference what is the purple versus the green tracks so these tell you what the biome is so purple oh, is neon okay. city and green is um the forest biome 
uh, we could go back into a different biome and do maybe uh, a track with the crazy jump. Yeah, let's do some stunts. Okay, yeah. we'll do a stunt track. And we're uh, seeing some of these cool liveries too. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah you know, that are all Atari games and stuff like that. Yeah, this is a new a new install for me. So um, I haven't, I don't have all the liveries unlocked on this one. I do um, on my other VCS. I have them. I would hope so. We're, yeah. we're not doubting you. We know, so, we know it's true. There there's a campaign mode where you'll race against these rivals, and beating the rivals will unlock uh, a lot of the cooler, um, a lot of the cooler liveries. Uh, maybe we'll do another medium one. So is that kind oh, of like a? Uh, so it's kind of like a story mode, right? It's kind of like uh, you have some missions you're basically taking yeah. on and meeting different characters along the way. Yep, you'll go through. Um, You'll go through and you'll you'll uh, race against. You you'll do like a, it's sort of like a Grand Prix. You can create your own Grand Prix where it's. Um, uh, Is that how it's own, pronounced? I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. Right. So we'll just do we'll we'll try to do a uh, a jump. It's like, like when someone told me how crepes are pronounced, and I'm like, you know what? I'm still gonna say crepes. Let's see if this will work. Um, uh oh, Dork Force is here. Jumps without landing. Okay, so we could just build it really quick and make a simple one, just to just to show the concept, and then we'll make it maybe more fancy. Totally. I think the way that the, oh, the, thing, to, the thing to really emphasize here is like the amount of possible content that's here, because you already have how many uh, how many tracks are there by default. Like it, um, that were created for if I had this chicken in the campaign. Yeah, uh, there are there are like four tracks per um, per biome. Okay. So and there are three cups. So that is uh, there are four rivals per per biome. With, so that's 16, 16 times three. Yep. So. Um, yeah, some of the tracks repeat, but they they'll repeat in a uh, different time of day or different uh, camera angle. Right, but the the important thing is like you have those at the start, but then as people start playing and creating their tracks and uploading it, there's almost a near infinite number of tracks that you'll be able to play and aim for high scores and bring in for multiplayer. And all the tracks that are created can be used for everything. There's no campaigns in that way, but you know, if you're if you're playing with friends locally and you're like, yeah, we're done with these 16 tracks, it's like, oh, okay, well, let's go online and pull the, you know, uh, one of the potentially hundreds or thousands of tracks that people in the community have made. So there's really a, an insane wealth of content that can be accessed. Okay. Can you do? You, so do you have to identify a tile that you're jumping over? Um, you do. So there is a way. Oh, you know what? I, I screwed up. I, I know what I did wrong. You have to set the... Um, so I've told this ramp to be a... Uh, to just... I told it to um, <clears throat> to not be a jump. I told it to be a ramp, basically. And mm -hmm. I want it to be a jump. So what you could do is you can... So now that's a jump. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. I'm like, why did that not work? Um, there you go. It's probably you helpful for the AI to figure it out. Yeah, I, and then by pressing the triggers, that's how you identify what kind of uh, 
what yeah. kind of thing it's supposed to be. Oh, I think this one, because it's a landing, I can do that. And now, so now I can test. So I should be able to jump this. Well, let's put some, we got to put some in there. Yeah, we're going to, I just wanted to, uh, to test it super quick. Let's yeah. validate. We got to, got to do a validating jump here. You can't, you can't just jump right into these stunts. All right. You think, yeah. you think evil can evil jumped over those sharks first? No, yeah, first jumped he over, did. he first jumped over an empty pool. Probably. I, I imagine he smoked a pack of cigarettes and then drank a two liter of Coca-Cola and then got on his motorcycle and maybe that's how he, that's how he did it. Who's okay, to say? I, I think we should jump like a, uh, I don't know anything about evil can evil. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just kind of, I have this cool, Evil Knievel Boba Fett. Have I ever shown you this? Oh, Evil Knievel Boba. Fett. You know, I've seen it in the background. I never realized it was Boba Fett. Yeah, there's this uh, hilarious huh. toy maker uh, group. I think that they moved to Las Vegas, but they used to be in, in the LA area. That and out. they made this. They made these custom uh, toys. So hmm. it's one of my favorites. Are you deep in the I Evil Knievel lore? Are you? Are either of you? Uh... Evil I used fans. to love Evil Knievel as a kid. I mean, I, I like mean, the concept of Evil Knievel. I don't know. I don't know the lore. Oh, okay. I think I really thought that the outfit was a cool thing. That's what I was mostly responding to. So now that I can, I should be able to put this here. There we go. You just That's need cool. an open square there. Um, we'll get some spectators. I love like having having like the little construction vehicles because it's like when when you're at a race you'll see like you know they needed to bring all the stuff to supply the racing team. Um, oh, there's the uh, the timekeeper's tower. That's to add a little realism. That'll be on every racetrack. You'll see that. And there's two timekeepers uh, tower designs. We really. We're really watching like the Bob Ross of news for track creators here, where you're just like, "What's he doing?" And then it's like, "Oh, we're just gonna put." Then all of a sudden, it's a track. And then all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh my god, this looks amazing! Like this looks vacant. This looks kind of whatever." And then all of a sudden, he's like, "We're just gonna put like a little little spectator right here. We're just gonna put a little spectator here. A happy like, a little, little bridge over here. And then yeah, like a happy little spectator. And then bam, what do you have? A, a beautiful track. Oops, that looks that looks completely legit. It's yeah, it's." quite impressive it's funny like i haven't unlocked any of the trees i don't think so i normally i would fill this area back here with trees mm. uh, but and how do you uh, and how do you unlock the the various stuff <clears throat> in the game you unlock everything basically by by playing through the uh through the campaign mode okay so if you go through the campaign you get first place and everything in all difficulty levels you'll basically have everything yes so there you go Hot oh, that's tips. Kind of, that's kind of fun like that. I'll go with the original. So let's test this bad boy out now that it looks super awesome. That looks mm -hmm. great. Again, yeah. it's been like five minutes. You've already created another course. Yeah. And we have the uh, evil can evil jump there. Yeah. Over the trucks. Woo. Yeah. It seems like you could have gone two squares even. I know. You can actually, you can. I've, I've done two. I don't know if I've actually pulled off three before, but two is, two is, a, is a lot of fun. So this should be a valid track, yeah. and we can just uh, give this a name, or we just share it directly. Um, I just share it directly because I think I can name it and share it at the same time. Now you're going to be sharing it. Call the... let's call call it Polanski's jump. Oh no, Polanski. don't do that. I mean, I want to I want a three space jump if I'm going to have a jump named after me. Um, 
I, you know, we, you could share this stuff and you're going to post it in the game itself for people to play, but it's also, it now is also probably a good time to plug the discord, right? If you guys are making tracks, you could join the, join the discard discord and post about it and uh, hell post it on any social media, get the word out. Be like, Hey, we're playing a cool racing game. We're designing some cool tracks. This is what's up. Check out Neo sprint on the VCS. Definitely. And build those tracks and, and definitely, uh, do some time trials and put some ghosts up so I can get in there and battle against the peeps. Um, I think my name right now in this game is a uh, Yorgle incorporated after my uh, favorite adventure dragon. Oh, nice. So nice. Yorgle is actually one of the sponsors in this game. So you'll see Yorgle a lot on cars and posters and, and stuff in the world. So if you see on the bridge right there, it actually is, is branded uh, black widow. That's great. Now, so have you have you envisioned any sort of like dark lore that's taking place behind the scenes with the operation? Oh, I just killed some spectators. <laughs> um, sorry, dark lore. Yes, dark well, lore behind this. Like, what's going on? Like, why why is there a dragon running a corporation? And what's well, he up it, to? I I was looking at all the brands and I was like, which brands would kind of work? We we didn't want to say like, oh, it's Centipede Tires, but like. That was kind of what we were thinking. Or like the Black Widow Oil Company, you know, like they'd be they'd be racing yeah. related businesses, but they're named after Atari brands. Like the one thing we were joking about was it was a uh, the Major Havoc Insurance Company <laughs> was like <laughs> the Major Havoc uh, sponsor. That's a good one. Uh, because That's one thing we noticed early in our designs was that like the uh, tracks tend to they tended to feel a little. Uh, uh, sterile because it didn't have like all the details of um, like what a real track did. So we're like, Oh, we need, we need brands. And they're like, well, where could we get brands from? So the one route is we could have just made up all of our brands, but then we have to have legal, like make sure they're not brands that live in it that exist in the real world. So we're like, Oh, why don't we just, uh, why don't we just use the brands we know we own? So yeah, you can see like right there the centipede. Um, Cotile. Oh, you can see, yeah, Cotile. You can see Yorgle. This is the asteroids one, obviously. I like the idea of uh, Frisky Tom uh, law law offices. Frisky, mm. <laughs> Frisky Tom attorneys at law. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's Polanski jump. Let's give it a shot. Oh, and if God. you're a VCS players, you can actually play these uh, these tracks. They'll be uh, available in your latest tracks. Yeah, right so now, check so go, go check those out. Jacksonville got uh, uploaded three times there. I know. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If you if you're watching this and you play any of these tracks, put it in the YouTube comments. Say yes. which track and what time. We yeah. want to hear. We want to hear what's up. Yeah, see if you can beat John. If you can beat John, then uh, we'll send you uh, a code to something. Yeah, and actually, if you if you play the, oops if you play the game and you there are. Uh, there are some time trial times in the game itself, and uh, those are all based off of times that I set. So there we got number one. Although that wasn't the best. This second lap, and it kind of it kind of works like Trackmania style, oh. right? where you can keep going. Like you basically just keep race going over and over and over again, and trying to beat your score until you're done, right? Exactly. Yeah. So your second lap is probably always going to be faster than your right, because right? you get that head start totally. So I just. Um, I just did a pretty good run there, and now it should uh, that ghost should be uploaded to uh, the servers. 
And then if you see a track you like, you can download it. And the good thing about downloading is, it, is I, I believe that it'll allow you to play it local if like you don't have an internet connection for some reason. So now that just told us our ghost is uploaded. So we will go back. And if you go into race and we go to go to our time trial again. Now when we see Polanski jump, we should have uh, our Yorgol incorporated. Oh. With a pretty, pretty sweet time of 18.99. So that's pretty fast. Yeah. So so if you're on the VCS and you're and you get Neo Sprint, go there and get haunted by John's ghost and try to beat a score. Just yes, in time. Sure. Then we and just like that, we've made it Friday the 13th relevant, which is when this podcast is gonna drop. So perfect. Definitely. Good stuff. Well, thanks for the John. Anything else that you want to tell the people about Neo Sprint that we should be aware of that we haven't covered so far? It's it's in early access right now on Atari VCS. Um it's a it's can we tell them what the price is or, or yeah that, well yeah they could find out so okay yeah you're gonna well, find yeah. that anyway you're gonna find out one way or another yeah so it's uh 14.99 right now for uh, early access players and you can get in there you can uh design your own tracks you can race through the campaign and um there's a lot of content here there's a lot of challenge um and it's a game of skill you will you will get better at driving the cars and you will get you'll be able to put up some serious top times um yeah, and that's where it's at. I've, I've, <clears throat> I've been really enjoying working on this project and uh, love seeing this thing finally become a game. And uh, it's one of my favorite games, actually, and I'm a little bit biased, but uh, yeah, going to totally. put another 160 hours into it, probably. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, <laughs> yeah, it uh, looks yeah. awesome. Yeah, it does look awesome. Good stuff. Thanks for the tour. I'm going to kill the stream there. But uh, before we go... Uh, typically, we haven't done this in a little while, but I do like going around the horn and seeing you know, what games, non-Atari games, we've been playing recently. So uh, Ethan, he always plays a wide assortment of games and things like that. So Why I'm are you giving me a hard time? I mean, I've been trying to play. I've been trying to play Starfield. I started playing Starfield again. Uh, I downloaded Cocoon. Um, I'm planning on playing that over the weekend. Um, what else? Um, um, tell us. I just downloaded. Oh, I just. I just downloaded a, a platforming game that I'm also going to play over the weekend here. Um, do you remember what game that is? Lunistus. 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 Exactly. Yeah, it's good stuff. So cool. Looking forward to hearing you report back on that one. John, what about you? I am uh, playing Baldur's Gate 3. Nice. And I'm loving it. And um, I did a battle with the uh, with the Swamp Hag. That was, that was a lot of fun. What I love about Baldur's Gate is there's always multiple ways to kind of <clears throat> solve a problem like you might find a dead corpse and you're like could i use talk to the dead on this corpse of course you could and then the corpse will like tell you something like oh there's treasure over there and then you go find it or like you'll find like a a, a drow or like somebody who is turned into stone and you're like oh i have basilisk oil so let me turn this guy back and then he'll like you know either start fighting you or he'll thank you and i have not gotten to the um the second chapter yet but my guys are like level five and i'm i'm kind of dominating now so it's awesome i love it nice good stuff and i'll just uh finish by saying i've been playing uh so i played through cocoon this weekend and i cannot recommend that game enough it's really quick you can beat it in like three hours or less if you're not trying to do 100 which i didn't but i did take my time it's 
the less you can look into that game, the more I think you'll appreciate it. I haven't had any, you know, oh wow moments in a game in, um, you know, just because of gameplay. I think a lot of times now, like most of the games that take up kind of the clout and, uh, and what people are talking about is about narrative or visuals or these other kind of things. But this is one where it was the mechanics and certain things that happen throughout the game experience itself where you're just like, whoa. And I didn't know anything about this game going into it other than who made it and that people really like it. So if you have the if you have a game pass, it's on there. And if you don't, it's worth whatever they're charging for. I don't even know. It's what it twenty four ninety nine. Worth it. It's it's an immaculate experience. And from the moment you start controlling your character, even before you see what the actual hooks of the game are, then you, you're immediately like, oh, this is going to be something cool. I know. Because I oh, it's nineteen ninety nine. Sorry, nineteen ninety nine. Oh better. yeah, it's, it's twenty five. It's twenty percent off on uh, on Steam. Look at us. We're plugging Annapurna games. That's fine. It's good. Stuff. It's called Cocoon. Cocoon. That's right. And it's not about you're not an old person who swims in a pool and then starts to become young. Nope. Really? Kind I mean, disappointed. there's there's a secret ending that I'm never gonna see. So actually, that yeah. I watched on YouTube, and I can tell you that doesn't happen. Can you at least play as Wilfred Brimley? Is that an option? Well, you don't actually see your character up close, so you can pretend it's Wil Wilford Brimley. Oh, okay. Why not? Yeah. Now, now it's a it's a game I want to check out. Yeah, so check that out. It's good stuff. Um, and also, of course, check out Neo Sprint, which is available Absolutely. now on BCS. So, with that, we're done here. Check it out. Check out um, Neo Sprint. Check out Haunted House. And uh, if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the podcast, uh, the official Atari Games podcast, on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, we're everywhere. Uh, and please review us on iTunes and Smash Spotify. Smash the like button, wish list. Do that, yep. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe, all that other stuff, tell your friends, etc. Join our Discord. Join the Discord. That was going to be the next thing I was going to say. So find that. We keep a link to that in the description so you could get easy access there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter slash X at Jays of Doom. Follow Ethan. Where, where can they follow you at? I'm on Twitter at edog lost. Uh, e d o g l o s t, one word. And John, where can they find you? Should you want to be found? <laughs> I guess I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn too. I guess I'm old school. I must be old. I should those. Yeah, you in the back of Craigslist. You yeah. can find me on Craigslist. <laughs> I'm on MySpace. You see him walking around Queens occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find him at find him at that taco truck at Queens. Yeah. No, you know what? I'm I'm on Angel Fire. You can find me on Angel Fire. Look for the uh, the dancing baby and the uh, the rainbow text, and that's me. Okay. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> well, great. Thanks for thanks for joining us, John, Ethan, of course. And uh, until next time. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.